Yeah, I pressed record, by the way. We're, we're recording. We're live. Oh, we're live? What's up, boys? What's up? <laughs> Hello. Man, the hottest couple in swimming. How's that? How's that feel? Going live? We are live. It's, it's already on. How does it feel? How does it feel to be the hottest couple? No, the hottest couple in swimming. Um, I'll let you just answer this one, Cole. Um, for me, it's a title that I've been striving for for quite some time, uh, obviously in and out of the pool. Um, but to finally have a life partner and, uh, you know, the hottest couple, like I said, uh, I'm sure will be in the Herald Sun very, very shortly. Um, so keep your eye out for that. Now, I'll tell you this, though, seriously, in all, in all seriousness, though, like the, the question and answer, mate, how did you guys come up with this? This was all time. This is fantastic. Um, I don't want to take too much credit for it, but I feel <laughs> like I used to do a few uh, Q&As, mm. just the video style. Mm. Um, I would hold it up to my face and I would answer it without typing. And, uh, you know, now that uh, me and Kyle are spending a lot of time together, he's uh, he got right on board with it all. And, um, you know, it's obviously been a hit. I think we've hit about 10 million views at the moment. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's all going really well. And I just hope the fame doesn't get to our heads. Yeah, yeah, I can see in a couple of videos it's it's getting a little out of control, but um, you know, Kyle seems to be the ringmaster. He seems to pull it in pretty good. Yeah, uh, well, it's it's my Instagram, so I have had messages at times from different people uh, telling me to rein it in a little bit. Obviously, sometimes <laughs> we do get a little carried away, and uh, you know, as the old saying goes, "Boys will be boys," and uh, there's nothing different there with that with our Instagram segments. But um, for us, I think it's you know. It's just about having a bit of fun, to be honest. Mm. We film it. We have a laugh. We think it's hilarious. We think we're the funniest guys in the world. Mm. We a are. Lot of, a lot of people probably think we're weird. Mm. Um, but if that's what people want to think of us, then that's completely fine. But like I said, we have fun. We have a laugh. Some people have a laugh of it at, at it, and uh, that's all that matters to us. No, listen, it's all tongue-in-cheek. It's all good fun. Um, well, then, just give us a serious update. What's going on with you two? Where are you in the, in the program? About a week out now, are we? Yeah. Yeah, a little over, little over a week, I think, start on the 18th, so 10 days out. Um, mm. I'm tracking quite well. I think after my European stint, I've had a lot of experience under my belt now, so I feel very confident in the water and uh, what I'm able to do. So, yeah, I'm just taking every day as it comes. Uh, obviously, in a new environment here in Adelaide, um, you know, there's always going to be questions on how that affects, you know, my body and how I've, what I've been used to in the past. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to, to see, you know, what, what I've, what I've learned this year and, uh, a little over last year as well. So, um, yeah, paper's coming down well, body's feeling good and, uh, we're ready to rock. Good stuff, mate. Uh, Kyle, what about you, mate? How are you feeling? Uh, well, for me, it's been a very different interrupted preparation on a serious note. Obviously, had the shoulder surgery uh, back end of last year, so December. Got back in the pool in preparation for the World Championships in April, so kind of rushed that back. Shoulders were feeling very, very poor um, and decided to then have six weeks completely out of the pool, completely away from swimming, physio, massage. Uh, just head home to the country. And it was exactly what I needed. I come back really, really refreshed, really ready to go, motivated again. Um, body feels good. Shoulders feel really good. Best they've felt in a really long time, which is exciting for me. Uh, obviously, haven't given myself a whole lot of time for for trials, so I'm not expecting anything amazing. But um, 
I need that opportunity to race long course. If I don't, I wouldn't have raced long course from the Olympics through to Commonwealth Games. Obviously, I'm pre-selected in the 100 free, which is nice. But to hopefully score a butterfly uh, event would be would be nice. Give me a, another, I guess, event to do at Commonwealth Games, but a different stimulant for my mind for the time being. Um, come January 1st next year, I'll be locked in on the Olympics. But at the moment, I just need those stimulants, like I said, to, to push me and progress my swimming career. Good stuff, boys. Well, we've got questions. I put questions out there on Instagram. I asked people to hit us up with some stuff. So I want to roll through and give people a little bit of credit here for some of the questions they've come through with. But um, just quickly, on a serious note, each of you do this for me. Tell me one thing that you admire about the other one or a strength or something we don't know, something we don't see, maybe in training, you know, just something positive about the other that you, you want everyone to know. I'll answer first. Mm -hmm. Zach, for me in training, he is unbelievable underwater fly kick. His aerobic stuff and his kick that he does, obviously you guys know how good his kick is, but for me to sit back and see some of the things that he achieves and does in training, I think, honestly, he's the most talented uh, swimmer on the Australian swimming team. Um, if he can get everything right in and out of the pool, uh, there's going to be um, some people in trouble, which I think I'm going to be one of those included. So. I'd say his biggest strengths kick and something that I love watching. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. Um, for me, Kyle, um, he's just a relentless athlete. Um, and obviously everything is done for me outside of the swimming pool uh, in life. And as a, as a brother and as a friend, I'll always be grateful for. Um, that's just without saying but um you know in, in the pool i feel like he's probably the most competitive person i've ever come across and the way he prepares and the way he gets himself motivated is uh like anything else nothing else i've ever seen before so um i'm just trying to learn from him and i'm trying to learn how he goes about uh the way how he goes about uh, his life and as an athlete as well so um yeah i just i can't really say too much without thinking that we're a couple but um yeah I, I i really feel like he's um just an amazing athlete an amazing person so yeah i really think we're like a yin and yang like we really mm. complement each other in so many ways like probably me outside of the pool i've become a whole lot more comfortable in myself a whole lot more comfortable having a bit of fun mm. on instagram or in my life in general probably not being the serious athlete 24 7 like i thought i probably once had to be i'm able to yeah. Zach's probably made me realize, oh, you can have a bit of fun. You can take the piss out of yourself, mm -hmm. uh, which I've really enjoyed a lot. And then I think in the pool, hopefully I'm able to give some wisdom and advice to Zach that's going to better him in that way as well. And I think us working together uh, over this next little period, I think we can really deliver something very scary in Paris. And obviously yeah. we're good, good stuff, boys. Good stuff. Look, I, honestly, I see a lot of similarities in myself and Michael Clem. I had, I had a very similar relationship back in... Um, kind of uh oh oh four oh five oh six with Clemmy. you know we got to train together at vic center in melbourne and um mate, we we hung out together we did everything together i ended up being one of the the best men in his wedding so you know it's a it's a lifelong relationship you guys are forming um super stoked for you guys i i can tell it's authentic and it's genuine and at some point you're gonna have to stand up on the blocks and compete against each other but um i think the best advice i can give you is just uh you know keep focused on yourself and the best man will win on the day uh, it'll work itself out but uh we do have some questions here so we're going to get into them so first so first one comes from james roberts it's oh, for zach yeah. um zach he said uh what's your favorite breakfast 
<laughs> what he's referring to here is um, we did the the relay camp a couple of years ago, and <laughs> I like those, you know, those little red um, wiener dogs. Cheerios, <laughs> Frankfurts, yeah. yeah, little was, boys. I don't know what you call yeah. Um, obviously, I was a pretty fresh face on the uh, on the freestyle relay team just coming through, um, and I just thought it'd be a great idea just have a play to those um, mm. for training. And uh, he for was rooming with boy. me, yeah, for, for Brecky, and um, you know, yeah, he thought it was the greatest thing ever. So, shout out to Rocket, miss you, mate, love you. Um, but yeah. The little red waiter dogs, whatever you call them. That's my number one breakfast item, yeah. Oh, classic. I love it. I bet he paid the prize for those in the room back later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This one's from Jack Handy. He said, uh, did either of you ever consider the NCAA? No. I think, well, for me personally, I signed my first endorsement deal when I was 12 years old. So I think that kind of cancelled (laughs) out for me with engines. So uh unfortunately not and um it's an interesting concept the old short course yards yeah i was going 102 at 17 for 100 meter backstroke so i don't think i had a lot of people wanting to uh <laughs> invite me over to the states unfortunately so no no all right fair enough this one's from uh wade's wade's photos uh you guys know oh, wade. Wade. Yeah, wade wade uh, wants to know why is only one of you good looking I think he's referring to myself. Um, I think it just brings um, how authentic Kyle can be in his own body. Um, yeah, and I think that just goes to show who he is as a person. And, um, you know, I definitely wouldn't have the confidence that he does looking the way he does. So um, I think it's just a really, uh, yeah, I think I'd try not to uh, rub it in too much. But, um, yeah, I think he he, he takes it in his stride. And, um, for me personally, being the good-looking one in the group, um, I, I, I just try and keep grounded. I keep really humble. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I try and keep my circle quite tight and close. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I try not to give the people too much. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, in, in saying that, uh, a lot of questions about why you guys don't have a YouTube channel. Why is that? I think YouTube's done these days, right? I think YouTube's <laughs> I think YouTube's a thing of the past, right? We try. I tried to do that with mates and plates that didn't have much success, so we're happy just logging it off on the Instagram channels for everyone to enjoy. And there's no, it's commercial free, so uh, enjoy it while you can. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, YouTube's a funny one. Um, I know you dabble in it a little bit, Brett, but uh, yeah, I mean, you got it. You really got to push it, don't you? And it's, you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's you, you gotta stay on it. A little reward at the start, but then uh-huh. you know, once you know, once you catch on, I think you're you're cruising after that. But yeah. um, I I I have wanted to be one in the past uh, during high school, but I'm I'm <laughs> sadly let go of those dreams. But who knows? You know, I could uh, maybe persuade the big fella to uh, to start a channel. But um, yeah, but we'll see how we go. Shorts and reels, mate. That's the new thing. It's all about yeah. shorts and reels. Yeah, yeah. TikToks. TikTok, shorts and reels. Yeah, crazy stuff. All right, serious question from Tom Popoff. Um, when's Chalmers going to swim a 50-free long course tapered? Serious answer. I've done that multiple times and I'm just horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'd like to say I'm a really good 50 freestyle and can probably pull out a 21. I just don't believe I can. I go, in training, we kind of do 25 dives uh, in our warm-up 
uh, quite regularly. We'll do one at 100 pace, one at one sprint, and I'll pick my rate up potentially 10 to 12, and I'll either go slower or the same time as I went for 100 pace. So like I spoke with, with Hawkey on this podcast at one stage, I said mm. when I was away at World Cups uh, in Doha, I think I was 21-1, and I tried to hold my breath and not breathe all that often. The week after I spoke to my coach, he said, breathe every stroke. I went 20.6 breathing. So for me, uh, I'm a natural 100-meter swimmer probably that holds a bit more water and sprinting isn't quite my forte just yet. But I think I can pull out a good 50-meter butterfly, which I'm going to do at trials. Um, but the 53 might be a later thing in my career. Mate, we just saw Kalishnikov do that. I don't know if you saw the footage of him going like 21.6, I think, breathing every stroke. Did you guys see that? Nah, we we to be honest, we're not real big swimming fans. If we're we we'd never know. We don't keep up to date with the news. We don't watch it. But uh, but um, good luck to good good job to the big boy. <laughs> at least he's shown us how to do it. I don't know. You didn't have to see it, but he's uh, at least showing us you can breathe every stroke and go, still go twenty one six. So oh, he's breathing left and right. Is that correct? Or breathing twos? I'm oh, breathing twos. Yeah, breathing twos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's not he's not doing the double. He's not spinning his head like the Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real busy. It's probably impressive. Uh, same, same guy. Tom Popoff wants to know: Are you are you shooting for the world record in the hundred free, Kyle? Uh, why else would I be swimming and putting myself through what I do day in day out? Um, everyone needs to have a goal. Everyone needs to have something to work towards. Been pretty close uh, multiple times now, both with pretty poor run-ins. Um, so. I can have a clean, clean run at it in Paris, injury free. Uh, I think I'll be a pretty good shot, but um, it is something that's definitely in the back of my mind and a way that I'd be happy to go out with my swimming career, wave the hand with a world record. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. You guys know who coached the world record, don't you? Yeah, I do actually. Funnily enough, he's he's uh he's on this podcast. <laughs> oh, Brett Hawking. Yeah. yeah, we're not swimming fans, remember? So. <laughs> but we are. Uh, just, yeah. Go out fast, come home fast, you'll get it. Uh, easy, easy as. Yeah, um, what, what's your favorite suits? Apparently, there's a question here. What's your favorite suits, both of you? What are you racing? Uh, I'm a big fan dog of MJ Bale. Yeah, dog take mine, I was about to say. Um, <laughs> no, what I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing the Arena Power Skin Carbon Glides. Mm. So they're quite, they're not too tight and uh, they feel really good in uh, the areas where they need to feel good. <laughs> and I'm rocking the same things. Obviously, my idol, Zach, rocks them. Uh, they come in a nice blue and red colour, um, which is good for me. Obviously, I've been wearing Adidas the last five years, which I've compared to wearing Dunlop volleys, uh, which I don't know if you'd know in the past. Vasa has been the go-to training tool outside of the pool for over 30 years. Vasa's products are ideal for developing power and proper technique in your swimmer's catch. Add a few Vasa trainers to your pool deck and it's like adding an extra lane to your swimming pool. Go to vasatrainer.com, use code BREAD at checkout and get 10% off anything from Vasa. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 for a double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, -T, at checkout. Destromachines.com. All right, so for me, uh, obviously been rocking the Adidas suit for, uh, I think, six years, uh, mm -hmm. which was quite good for me. But um, 
got to the World Cup Series. Arena managed to give me the racing suit that Zach just described. Uh, you want to say that name again? Um, oh, come on. Arena Power Carbon Power Skin Glide. Mm. So they gave me those in Budapest, and I'd been 45-5, 45-6 in the 100 free short course 10 to 12 times. Put the arena suit on, went 45-0, put it on the week after, went 44-8. And I'd done, I changed absolutely nothing, obviously, on this on the World Cup Tour, on the series, uh, racing every week. So I probably was a bit more fatigued. But for me, that was enough to know that arena's the brand I want to be wearing moving forward. And 0.7 is a massive amount in a 100 freestyle short course, obviously, so nice Actually, if i wore them at the olympics that might have been the 0.06 that i needed <laughs> <laughs> then there would be no hockey wouldn't be a world record coach anymore that's right it'd be over <laughs> <laughs> i keep prodding him because i want him to take it uh you know well, let's get this damn thing um, do you do you need to shave the stash to break the world record yeah, I think um, come Paris, I will shave it. Obviously, I've got three years of growth until then, so it might be a little bit dirty. But um, I think come Paris, I will take it off. But to be honest, I do think that it keeps the water out of your mouth a little bit, so it acts as a bit of a filter. So sometimes it's not the worst thing when you're in training. Do you need to keep the star? Do you need to shave the stash to um, beat the fastest sixteen-year-olds in the world? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I definitely do. Obviously, we're very fortunate to have Big Flinny Boy coming through, so I'm real well at trials. Excited to have him on the relay team with us moving forward. Uh, challenging, obviously, Zach uh, for that second spot in the 100 freestyle. And, um, yeah, we're, we're excited. All right, another question. I don't know what it means, but it was asked by somebody. They said, Dressel, Proud, or Manadu? What do you think that means? Dressel? To who do you prefer? Dressel, Ben Proud, or Manadu? Which I know Zach will answer this question really well because there's a guy that he fantasizes and talks about very, very regularly. And to be honest, me, I also fantasize over one of those guys as well. So, Zach? Uh, well, I've said in the past that if I would choose any uh, lifestyle of an athlete, it would be Ben Proud. Um, hmm. I just think that guy's an Adonis. And <laughs> to be able to train purely for a 50-meter freestyle, um, it would be a really good life to live. So I wish him nothing but success. And uh, Benny Boy, if you're watching, hi. Oh, yeah, he's Maybe watching. you can get a signature off him next time you see yeah, him. Yeah, hopefully. Chips. Yeah, I'd really like that. Maybe yeah, we'll, get you. we'll get you a photo yeah. with him. Yeah, and for that. me, um, multiple times we've mentioned Kylie Mass being our celebrity crush uh, on, the, on our Instagram, which is true <laughs> to an extent. But for me, Florent Manadou is actually my man, the guy that I fell in love with the moment I came into the sport. 2015, my first experience at the Senior World Championships. Flo won multiple gold medals. He is probably the most handsome rooster rolling around on pool deck, obviously. <laughs> some, put some muscle tone about him. Um, nice tattoos, good hair, good jawline. Speaks pretty good English. He's just the uh, he's the king. So for me, I choose Florent. And he's locked down probably the most attractive swimmer ever in, uh, what's her name? Penil. Yeah, Penil. Yeah. So he's yeah. done well for himself in and out of the play. And can I just say, the fact that he's made top three in the last three Olympics for the fastest event ever, I think, is a testimony in itself. And I think it should go down as, like, one of the greatest athletes swimming has ever seen, personally. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, 
Well, he's very, got, he actually got that stat wrong because he's won and then he's finished second twice. So he's finished oh, yeah, well, top I two. Top three. I said top three in the last three. That's what <laughs> no, I you're wrong, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> you're, wrong. you're wrong. He finished top two. And he's a very humble guy. He has time for the little people like myself. Obviously, this year at the Olympics, I had a few racing caps that I was keen to trade. Uh, my biggest goal was to get Florence. I uh, wasn't able to secure one of his that he wore in a race, but managed to get one that he'd uh, had packaged up, which was really, really kind of him. Yeah, and I've never spoken to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting uh, backdrop. Are you guys in the closet right now? What's happening? Um, we're in we're in the office actually. Oh, I was like, but, yeah, yeah. What what's the stuff behind you? Is it is in this stuff yeah, hanging? My mum's my mum's wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> she's decided needs to be extended into our office. So yeah. every time I do a Zoom meeting, podcast, uh, important anything. Uh, my mum's wardrobe gets a bit of view time, which is good. Okay, that's what that's what the dresses are. I wasn't exactly sure what was happening with the dresses back there. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, question, Kyle, why, why are you doing butterfly? Uh, another easy answer for me. I grew up a butterfly. Uh, my first, well, uh, sorry, Commonwealth Games 2014, the trials, I got second in the 50 butterfly if they took um individual swimmers for the 50s i would have would have made that team which would have been nice um so yeah grew up a butterfly transitioned into freestyle uh now though wanting to go back to butterfly my shoulders are feeling quite good uh 2019 was able to swim quite well in the butterfly events with very minimal training so i look forward to challenging myself now and also the other thing is um obviously it fits my program a whole lot better uh in paris like i think the 200 freestyle is quite hard because it comes before the 100 freestyle, whereas the 100 butterflies done after the 100 freestyle. So I think I can pull out a reasonable enough 100 butterfly. I've got to work on my skills a little bit over this next little period, but I just need new stimulants in the pool and butterfly for me is one of those. So I'm excited to see where I can take it. Um, I love butterfly. I love watching it. I love training it. Um, it's good when I'm having a bad day freestyle, I'm able to sw switch over and swim some butterfly, but, uh, and obviously Matt Temple training with us, who's the Australian record holder in the 100 Butterfly, gives me someone to challenge myself and race against day in, day out. So I think, again, obviously me and Zach working together is a scary prospect moving forward, but me and Matt working together is an even scarier prospect. So uh, don't know how quick I'll be able to go with six weeks of training under my belt at trials, but if I can somehow put my hand on the wall in the top three there to get a get a gig at it at Commonwealth Games, I know Com Games, I'll be able to deliver something. Are you both uh, intending to go to the World Championships? I am, yes. And I'm, I'm not. Oh, you're not? How come? What was the decision there? Uh, well, six weeks ago, I wasn't even planning on swimming at all this year. So took some time off, like I said. Uh, went up to Noosa with uh, the great man, Ashley Delaney, as a bit of a holiday and decided to jump in the pool with his swimmers and decided that I didn't want to miss Commonwealth Games because who knows, it could potentially be my last one. Obviously, they're every four years, so. Mm. Wanted to be a part of the team, started swimming quite well again, shoulders started to feel quite good again. Um, so I thought oh, I'll have a crack at Com Games just so I don't miss it. But um, world champs, I'll sit out this year and have a bit more of a relaxed year. I haven't given myself enough preparation to perform at the best. And I uh, am a competitive beast. I don't want to stand up behind the blocks underdone, not believing I can win every time I stand behind the blocks. I need to believe I can win. Otherwise, there's no point in me racing. So... Long story short, I would not be at the World Championships. All right, fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, what about this? Who has the highest blood lactate? Who's got there the most? 
we we do very little lactate testing at training to be yeah. honest we wouldn't have done one to get a session where we've done lactate test, testing together but yeah. Mm. yeah i'm very fortunate i don't get much lactate my aerobic system's quite good and struggle to produce lactic acid obviously we do the yarns test quite regularly um to test that sort of stuff out and i know that if i haven't done a big block of training unfortunately i have to train like a 200 400 freestyler to be able to maintain what i need to maintain my anaerobic aerobic um system um so i don't lactate all that much zach would probably be pretty similar we swim pretty similar train pretty similar yeah highest i've got to is probably 21. well that's higher than me i think that's, that's high yeah i think i've only ever got to about 13 or 11 that's my best ever wow oh, yeah well God, that's nothing when I, when I used to train backstroke a bit more i get i get a bit higher um wow. I, I should to get quite high in freestyle but um yeah i think i've been around 20 21 yeah, yeah oh yeah I, I woke up at 17 so 13 is crazy <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um what's the yarns test what is this uh i'm not a i'm not a specialist in it but um I believe, it's, yeah it's a test we do quite regularly just to test where we're where we're at so we do a we'll do a 400 push uh and it's you have to go about we have to get between lactate three and lactate five so mm. uh, depending on how, how fit you are and going um so you do a 400 then you swim off then you do a 200 swim off 150 swim off 100 push swim off and then you do 100 dive max at the end of it mm. they track all our lactate system track our times whatever else and kind of collate it all to work out what we should be hitting when we're in training to get our desired results so it works out our lactate one and a half system our lactate two lactate three what we're what we need to do to perform uh, day in day out so it is it is a very very important test that we do quite regularly uh at different points in the season just to obviously gauge that sort of stuff i believe well, it was uh, and the man's coach that came up with it yako yeah yako okay. i beg to differ no well, it is a dutch guy i believe that all the data gets sent over there he sends the results back and uh controls how we train oh so it was a dutch guy so um so so you just immediately thought it was jaka yeah all right okay he's the only dutch guy zach knows <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was so confident with that fact too <laughs> <laughs> just own it. yeah oh, i love yako. it <laughs> speaking of great coaches i've had a lot of great coaches on the podcast why is it that your coach uh is so elusive why won't he come on the podcast and talk oh, he doesn't want to give away his tips and tricks unfortunately once um once my career is done i think we should be happy to to share some information but while i'm still swimming we like to uh train in silence and let our results do the talking so um Bish will probably continue to be that way unfortunately he's an elusive guy um mm. he likes to be in the background he doesn't like having his face out there all that often unfortunately he's um yeah he i guess like i said likes to let our results do the talking well then you He's, give us a little bit of bish then give us some give us some insights then we need to know something about him well for me bish is bish is my biggest inspiration in my life almost he's my he's a father figure he's a best friend he's a coach he's a mentor he's he's everything to me so i've been with bish since 2011. Mm. um he's probably one of the people in my life that i have the best relationship with he keeps me in line he he, he's a big fan of our Instagram segments. He's probably the first ones to respond each time saying whether it's appropriate or inappropriate, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's a lot of fun. He's high energy, comes in every morning, very positive, uh, gets us up and about. And for me, I just, it's a pleasure to swim for him. I think obviously I get to stand on the podiums when we're successful or whatnot. Um, I get the sponsorship deals and whatnot, but Bish is the one, he's the, he's the mastermind behind it all. And he's the person that gets us there. So 
for me, having seeing Zach come down uh, to work with Bish, I think is extremely exciting because I know that Bish uh, is so passionate about swimming and I know that he's going to be able to do amazing things with these guys that are coming down. Obviously, it might not be a, a massive change this year. He hasn't had a whole lot of time, but I know by Paris, we're going to have um, four or five of the most incredible athletes uh, the Australian swim team's ever seen. Do you want to say anything about him? You're new to him? Uh, yeah. I think the biggest difference, um, he's, uh, for me, he, he seems a yeah, very caring person. Um, and, you know, I think, I think, uh, some coaches like to, um, not really tell the athlete, like give them confidence in a way. And I think that's just how some coaches are that they just don't really like to, um, let the athletes know like their full potential or, um, just, they, they just want to see how they go on the pool and then maybe tell them after a result or whatever. But uh, I think. What I'm seeing with Bish is um, he's given me a lot of confidence and uh, a lot of self-belief that I didn't necessarily know, you know, some of the things that I can do. And um, mm. I think he's been really good for me to kind of see that now. And, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to working with him uh, in the years to come as well. So, yeah, as I said, relatively new, but um, that's some of the bigger differences I'm seeing. Zach, a lot of guys would shy away from coming to train with the Olympic champion, the best in the world. Why Why is it that you made this decision to want to come down and be put in that position? Um, well, I think I, I think I am a very competitive person myself. And I think when I first came to, uh, to Perth with, under Mick Palfrey, when I, um, when I decided to make the move, purely for swimming from my hometown. Um, you know, I was with guys like Eamon Sullivan, Garth Cates, I had Yolan Kukla when I was just like a ripe 18 year old. And all I did from there was just learn from them. You know, they gave me crap, whatever it was. And it's kind of made me, it made me, it, I always reflect on those times and how I've gotten better since then. And I think when I was in my old squad, um, I was kind of, growing out of that environment a little bit and it's not anything bad on their side it's just something that I feel like I had to find new ways to push myself and I think with uh the the staff members that are here we have Sean Barris uh we have Tim we have Luke and we have uh Peter and Craig those coaching staff and I think um technically and skill-wise uh the bigger things that I really wanted to work on and with Sean and Tim uh, those guys have been very instrumental in those areas for me. And, uh, yeah, I think having, obviously, when you have three of the four guys in the 4 by one for the Australian uh, freestyle team, um, it's it's a no-brainer, really. So, um, yeah, mainly just to push myself and to get better in areas that, that I really wanted to uh, over the last couple of seasons, for sure. Good stuff, man. A lot to learn there. Um, Kyle, question you from... Me actually as well, because I've never really had a training partner or training partners that are near my level. It's always been me pushing myself, me doing my, my sessions by myself. Like that whole Olympic prep last year was mm. me doing my own sessions, having no one to go against, you know, everyone kind of next to me doing doing their own stuff. But for me, I'm, it's, it is scary in a way having someone who potentially can, well, not potentially at the moment, beats me day in, day out at training when I'm such a competitive person. I'm used to winning every single thing um but i know for me it's going to make me a hell of a lot better athlete being able to 
you know, push myself a whole lot harder day in, day out than I need to. Like the other day, you know, we do three ones in our warm-up descend together. Normally, I'd probably descend to, you know, 58, depending on the day. If I'm not feeling that good, might get, be lucky to get under one minute um, just as a warm-up. But having, you know, Matt on one side of me, Zach on the other side of me, who are both competitive beasts as well, we bloody have a fair crack and end up sprinting it. So it ends up almost being 100 max in the warm-up. So having that sort of stuff moving forward, I know that for me, I'm going to become a hell of a lot better athlete having, having training partners who are at my level for the first time in my career. Good stuff, mate. Well, that's kind of a scary thought for both of you to think that you put yourself in a position where you can both get better and uh, and you are and you're training at that level. That's uh, scary for everybody else, I'd say. Um, Kyle, question then. So if you could swim your dream 100 freestyle, how would you split it? That's a big question, isn't it? It's a question that uh, that I think about very, very regularly. It's something that's been my goal for a while. haven't been able to do it just yet, but... Um... 22.5 is the front end, feet on wall, and then you have to work out the back end, I think. You love the viewers and the fans work out that back end, but if I can get out fast, be out faster than I've ever been, uh, I know my back end will take care of itself. But uh, it's all about the front end speed for me. It's all about that dive. Drizzle leads me by quite a dramatic amount on that first 15, and then I play catch up from there. So 22.5, um, and then, yeah, obviously back end. Is 23 a reality on the back end? No one's done that, have they? No, no one has done that, funnily enough, but I think it is a huge reality, really, when you go, I've been 24-1 or 24-2 on back ends, I think, um, mm. regularly. Uh, I think if I was able to go out in 25 seconds, I'd be able to drop a 23 straight up on the back end, but uh, it's something that um, definitely excited, excites me and motivates me moving forward, and I know that if I'm in the right place mentally i'm able to achieve anything i'm a person that likes to put my my head to it and believe it's possible and, and i'll do it so um paris i will be ready for that nice i like it zach what's the event that you're aiming at where where what's the one that you got in your head that i you know you want to hit 203 i think um, okay it suits me better with my swimming style what's yeah. your best time right now uh 146.1 I went at, uh, at trials, yeah. Okay, so yeah. clearly thinking about the, the 45, but is, is 44 reality? That's kind of where the money's at. Yeah, I think uh, when it's all said and done, I want to be a 43, to be honest. So, um, yeah, laid, laid the foundation out with Bish a couple of times now. So um, we've, we've got the game plan. It's just about uh, executing. There's not many guys at that level, uh, you know, anywhere, but in Australia. So, like, you're going to have to kind of set your own pace in in terms of, let's just say, you know, 44 right now or even 45 flat. How would you want to split this thing in the next few weeks? Um, well, I think maybe a 50-point high, 51 low going out. Um, and then, yeah, as Kyle said, the back end will work itself out. But um, I think for me... I've never had more fun learning about an event and uh, swimming an event. I've only really been swimming it competitively now. It's probably a year coming into trials now. So, um, yeah, I'm still learning. Um, there's so much to learn, especially when you can have guys doing the 400 free coming down and then doing the 100 free coming up. So it's kind of that middle event. And, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm training my ass off to try and, nail it and uh get everything i can out of uh out of what i can do 
but you're very raw at the moment. So yeah. by the time Paris rolls around, it's going to be a scary prospect. But at the moment, it's learning the race plan and preparing for the big one. Really. Step by step, race by race. That's it, mate. Just keep knocking them out. Um, in, in terms of learning, uh, you know, you, you lost uh, by you know, a fraction of a second, Kyle, this 100 free last year at the Olympics. What, what did you learn from that? If I put the arena racing suit on, then I probably would have been <laughs> been a whole different thing. I think, you know, you, you I, I reflect on it very fondly. Obviously, I'd only given myself pretty much, pretty much right up until March, I wasn't able to swim with my shoulder. I rocked up at that relay camp we had on the Gold Coast uh, on that Amazon Prime documentary you would have watched. Mm. I wasn't able to swim. I had cortisones in both my shoulders. I'd done nothing. So pretty much as soon as I had those cortisones in both my shoulder, my preparation started from March through to July. So I had nothing under my belt and to stand up and go on personal best time and get a silver medal. Uh, I do reflect on it very fondly, but I reflect on it massively as how much my life would be different if I was to have won that mm -hmm. event. Like obviously no Australians ever gone back to back. There's only two guys in the history of the sport that have gone back to back in the hundred meter freestyle. So mm. I was to, to have done that. It would have been uh, a very, very amazing feat, but to be honest, I needed to lose um because if i was to rock up there with like i said four to five months of training under my belt break a world record um and and get that olympic gold medal again uh, my swimming career would have been done like how do you how do you re-motivate yourself how do you push yourself through that next four-year window luckily mm. for us it's only a three-year window but yeah. how do you reset when you've done it with very very poor preparation and it's not preparation just over that six months it's that preparation that I had over that whole five-year period with heart surgeries, back problems, shoulder surgeries, cortisones, epidurals in my back, ankle problems, knee problems, stuff outside of the pool that um, goes on that no one ever sees or knows about. Um, it's stuff that, you know, I had to face over that five-year period that was terrible. And I'm so fortunate that it's all out of the way now that really uh, I feel like I've faced everything to an extent that um, I know exactly what to expect leading into Paris. Um, and I'm a more resilient, stronger, thicker skinned athlete that um, is completely focused on myself uh, and my own performance rather than anyone else. And I am not going to let anyone or anything get in the way of that. We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Biney of Biney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available, so go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. If you look at the week that he had before that race, he had two relays, no, four, four swims in the relays that he, in the four by one, basically carried us to that bronze medal, which was a... Uh, which was unbelievable spilling from the big fella. And um, then he had the four by two uh, the morning before the final. Um, so I think, yeah, it's a testimony to him on what he's been through. And um, I think if anyone else had the program he had before going into that, after the preparation that he had, um, they would have had a very different result. So 
Um, and again, similar to Manadu, to be there five years apart in that in the blue ribbon event that everyone wants to do and still be competing at that high level, no matter what lane he's in, um, is just amazing. So, uh, yeah, watch out for Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dressel's had a stroke change recently. I, I did a little bit of analysis on it. Have you guys had a chance to have a look at this new freestyle that he's popping? Yeah, let me just pull up my notes here that I've got in front of me. Uh, I don't, I don't um, buy into what other people are doing, uh, how they're swimming, what times they're doing, what they're doing in training, whatever else. Obviously, everyone does different things. Everyone prepares differently. But I did notice Fish did send me that he's kind of gone for the straight arm, which um, mm. like historically he's almost done the one straight arm, one bent arm, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. kind of nice to see it matching up for me. I'm a, I like aesthetics. So it's aesthetically <laughs> pleasing seeing it being very similar now. But he's a freak. He's a natural freak. And whatever he does, however he swims, he's going to be the fastest man in that race. So um, who knows if my actually if my shoulders were good enough maybe i'd have to pull out the straight arm but i don't think that they would cope with that loading <laughs> okay fair enough you're not going to try the straight arm anytime straight arm very very well back in the day so hopefully people are taking the leaf out of his book <laughs> so what's the way, next week look like zach what do you do you know what's your taper what's your what's your what's your game plan for the the rest cycle man uh for me, I well, it's it's actually a, a lot different than what it has been. Um, I usually have maybe two and a half weeks or three weeks of taper, but that was when I was kind of focusing more on the two hundred freestyle. Mm. I mean, the sorry, the hundred freestyle this year uh, because I've kind of I got back into the pool uh, kind of January after my big stint in uh, in Europe. Um, I kind of I'm kind of starting a little bit later than what I normally would, but. Um, no, I'm, I'm just trying to trust the process. Um, and uh, my main my main man tool this year is just if it'll be, it'll be. So, um, yeah, doing everything the coach says. Um, I'm not too not too fast. Um, and I, I know I can I can perform when I need to. And you're saving it for the big competitions. And I'm saving it for the big competitions. That's when you'll get the big boy taper. That's when I'll get the big boy taper. And for me, I'm going to cage myself up like an animal over these next two weeks and do absolutely nothing, I think. I think uh, for me, I, like I said, haven't had that big preparation into trials. So uh, I need to cut back on all the sponsorship commitments, speaking gigs and stuff that I've been doing. Um, cut the friends out for a little bit and lock myself away in the room so that by the time I rock out at trials for that 100 fly final on day one, uh i'm full of energy testosterone and that's what's going to be able to carry me over the line rather than my big uh i guess training that i've put into the bank so it's going to be interesting but uh it's going to be a lot of sitting around in each other's space over the next couple of weeks and uh we could kill each other we could come out even better friends who knows it's scary Do you think there'll be another question and answer before you guys race there will be definitely we don't want to overdo the question and answers um we will do one of those but we're trying to be creative and come up with different segments that we can do on our instagram as well so always we're forever thinking about funny things uh probably too much not much thought goes into it really it's kind of spur of the moment zach how about we you know put something up on the gram but there'll be something the q a is always a bit of fun obviously we get some pretty funny questions in there and we try to have a little bit of laugh with it not be too serious maybe put a little bit of seriousness in there that is a bit cryptic but uh Mate. i'm just enjoying having fun with the instagram at the moment i think um 
you know i want to be authentic i want to be me i want to be relatable to everyone i want people to follow me because they enjoy what i'm putting out there they want to follow me because of you know they can relate to me and, and they see me as Kyle Chalmers, the human, not Kyle Chalmers, the, you know, doing what everyone wants me to do, the people, you know, saying what people want me to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I it's important to do. Oh, fair enough, mate. Listen, I just put up this reel. I just put up this reel that got 37 million views. Like if you want, if you want views, you're yeah. KC Critters, mate. If you let a snake bite you and record it, it'll, it'll go a hundred mil for sure. Well, um, I could do that very quickly and easily. I think I could get the crocodile in here right now and let it bite Zach and see how that goes down. Yeah, the crocodile might not survive, but just get a snake to snap you on the face, mate. I'm telling you. Yeah, I get bitten every single day. It's my. That's the thing why I keep reptiles. I think. I think I enjoy that adrenaline hit more than anything. Is every time I open up one of their enclosures, a snake or something lunge out, lunges out at me. So I'll just get Zach, Zach to video yeah. that. Jack, get a camera on that mate get the camera just and then do the slow-mo of the snake just lunging at him and he's just missing him and just snapping at his face like mate that's where the money's at have you been around snakes hockey never i hate snakes yeah it, it, it's it's not fun no i, I hate Zach snakes. brave enough to stand there with the camera i think so yeah. might have to get the chest man out of my gopro yeah. and have a crack with that i might have to make do no, I did actually. Growing up, I, I grew up in La Perouse. You guys probably don't know where that is, but it's in Sydney, La Perouse, right down near um, Botany Bay. And they had a snake pit. And every weekend, we call him the Snake Man. Every weekend, we'd go down and see the Snake Man, and he'd do an educational, you know, kind of um, thing for the kids, where he'd take out all these venomous snakes and kind of walk around with his, with his thing and kind of talk about each snake, you know, because there's, I mean, there's snakes all around in Sydney, and. Um, mate i don't mess with snakes i don't know how you do it mate they're, they're, those things scare the life out of me yeah they do to me too also to be honest with you but i think that's <laughs> but i do do educational talks to zach very regularly and uh zach tries to do educational talks back to me at times with the snakes even though he knows nothing so we do have that's the next question and answer right there you guys get a snake out and do a little question and answer together Fuck, that'll, that'll yeah, there's, really a, there's a video floating around on how much i know about the snakes i don't know if you can watch it but um exactly that's what he needs to pull it out and he needs to give you the education you guys record it i'm telling you that will be the biggest instagram hit you'll do i'm giving you guys ideas right now um listen guys i appreciate this has been awesome catching up love it a uh, big fan of you too obviously um you know i felt i felt bad that uh, zach got robbed on the on the 50 kick for time we'll, we'll figure out i'm over it you're over it. Okay. You are not over it, Zach. We do kick all the time, and Zach cries about that and complains <laughs> about that. So, whoever that guy is that beat Zach, no, but he gave it away to charity. That's okay. Okay, I was going to say did, so he, he did give it away. Well, I appreciate this, guys. Listen, good luck. Uh, huge fans, like I said, and um, keep up the good work, mate. We love it. All right. No uh, we're just great. having fun being us, mate. Being comfortable in our own skins and. Uh, Hopefully we can deliver some fast swims along the way. Keep doing it, mate. We need more of it in swimming. Um, yeah, like I said, a lot of people love it. So um, especially me. Keep it up, mate. All right? Thanks, guys. Event, heat, lane, name of swimmer, times and places. It's called Swim Nerd Live, and it allows the data and times from your actual scoreboard to be broadcast and viewed in real time on any smart TV, phone, or other device. There are so many things you can do with this software. A very simple and easy to use necessity for any team or facility that is live streaming their meets results. 
one click on any device and they're watching you swim it live in real time. Go to swimpractice.com to learn more.